Hi, my name is Jesse, and I help business leaders protect their passions. How? I'll tell you, by working with them to protect their business from today's cyber threats. So grab a coffee or whatever beverage you want and tune in for quick tips and important security news that could save your business today on Coffee and Security. Hello and welcome to the 10th episode, wow, 10 double digits, of Coffee and Security. Today, transforming your team to include a culture of cybersecurity could take what many call your weakest point and turn it into your strongest with the human firewall. Good morning and welcome to Coffee and Security. I am Jesse. And before we get too deep into the details of a cybersecurity culture, let's talk about for a second just how to measure this cybersecurity culture. So being a CISO, thinking about it from, from the top down. So let's, I'm going to talk about five sort of key principles or five key measurements. The first one being trust. And trust is between the workforce and the security personnel or the workforce and the company that they're working for. And um, I'm going to tell you a little story. So uh, I'm familiar with plenty of companies out there that do phishing simulations um, as a way to bait and punish employees or staff members whenever they fall uh, victim to these phishing simulations. And um, obviously this has a really negative impact, a negative view or perspective uh, for the employees on the cybersecurity program. Uh, it, ver it erodes trust and leadership and in the business that you work for um, if you're coming at them negatively like that. Even if I'm sure that these people that are running these programs mean well, uh, they still come across in, in a very bad light. Instead, uh, we encourage you to um, to use these tools to encourage your team to report suspicious messages and reward good behaviors for people that report messages uh, instead of only focusing on punishment and punishing those employees that that fail particularly uh, don't put that you know evil leaderboard up with with all your employees that are having a problem with these phishing simulations uh, don't go as far as to put a list of your employees up that are not doing well because uh, that will definitely kill the trust the next uh, core is responsibility uh, so your your employees need to feel responsible need to understand their role in organizational security and what they do to help prevent cyber breaches um, next core is confidence uh, your staff they need to have the confidence that the skills they're learning uh, are transformed into secure behaviors and knowledge that can be used to secure the organization, so confidence and their abilities as they grow, go through the program. Uh, the fourth is engagement. Uh, you need to have a culture where your your staff, your employees are willing to get involved and uh, a company engagement where you're willing to apply resources and support to this, to this group, to these employees, uh, to your staff, to your entire company in this mission to build this culture of cybersecurity. And the last um, sort of main measurement or tenant here is outcome. And that's the perceived consequences um, measure the impact employees believe an incident will have on the organization 
and their lives. So um, they need to have, there needs to be an understanding of the outcome, uh, sort of what's at stake here uh, for your culture of cybersecurity to be successful. To build this culture of cybersecurity, you want to start from the top. And, and I mean with actions and words. If your C-level executives, if your board um, are not engaged in building a cybersecurity culture, then you're not going to be able to do it. There's just no way you can succeed at, at, at building a whole culture of cybersecurity awareness and, and education in your company uh, and build your human firewall unless you've got support from the top down. All of the managers, all of the leaders, everyone needs to be involved. Well, how do you do that? So first of all, your training program needs to be fun, needs to be actually engaging for people to want to watch it. I mean, if, you, if you're one of those companies that does the uh, PowerPoint of death once a year or twice a year, uh, your employees don't care about the cybersecurity training. They're not interested in it, they're not invested in it, and they really don't want to be there. Uh, and if you do it for compliance sake, then it's even worse because then they're forced to be there for compliance and they don't even want to come to learn these things. So you need to build a training program that's that's fun. It's engaging. Uh, it's um, It's got to be built on short clips and micro learning. There's a lot of um, a lot of studies out there. There are a lot of studies out there that um, will show us that, in, you know, you're your focus on these types of materials on training materials is pretty short uh, and after about you know four or five six seven minutes of these training materials whatever the number is for the for each individual person you lose interest and you're not going to remember it over time as well so training needs to be built on micro learning or short bits and I'm going to put an example of a couple educational videos uh, in, in the show notes here and in my blog post when I when I publish it today. But just to give you an example of or a couple examples of some of the uh, possible educational video or content types that uh, you can use. And one of the companies that I really personally like that I really like is Ninjio which I'll put a link in the show notes, but they actually, um, their whole mission was to develop engaging videos, engaging training videos that people want to watch. And so they contain storylines and Hollywood producers and voice actors. Uh, and, and they're really all about making very short clips that are educational, that build on a story that you want to watch. And, and their research, interestingly, uh, there's research out there that shows that People want to come back and find more. I mean, you want to see what happens to the characters. So you can invest it in a story and, you, and you're actually learning um, cybersecurity at the same time, or at least how to be a more cyber aware employee or staff member of your business. So the training program should be fun. It should be built on micro learning, short bits. Um, a lot of people say weekly. Uh, so I'd say weekly at a minimum, like a weekly awareness tips, like short little five minute videos, monthly, um, you know, cyber awareness campaigns in your organization, especially when the big things are happening. Like if there's a major ransomware event happening out there, try to be contextual. So that's sort of another recommendation here is to be contextual with some cybersecurity awareness uh, and that if phishing attacks are coming in a certain way, Make sure that you prepare your employees, your staff, for that possible entry point. If uh, ransomware attacks are coming in a certain way, uh, which they are, normally speaking, uh, make sure you prepare your team for what types of techniques are out there so that they can be more aware of it and be more likely to see it when it happens. And so all of this is built into 
this engaging program that's fun and built in microlearning. Uh, all right, so then the next uh, tip to build a culture of cybersecurity is to offer um, certifications or offer goalposts. So, uh, you know, if you've got people that, that love to be uh, that love to be achievers, you know, I hate to use this word because it seems overused sometimes, but gamify your program, make it interesting, make it to where people can win points, can win awards, can, can actually get certified in some of these tech, you know, techniques and, and some of this, um, some of this skill set here that will actually benefit them and your organization in the future that benefits them personally, as much as it benefits your organization. So next uh, next tip here is use artificial intelligence tools. Um, so the bad guys use AI or artificial intelligence tools to build phishing campaigns. They also are, are, are pushing a lot of human-driven phishing campaigns right now, but they use AI to build a lot of clever websites that are meant to hide or look like the login pages that you're used to as an employee. So you need to use artificial intelligence tools to sort of combat that. So basically you need to use it in whatever the current way is, uh, be that to tailor a program or the content to the context of the time, or to tailor more training to people that need more training, or to tailor additional skills, uh, additional difficulty levels to those that are more skilled, more certified. Um, so that's you, you kind of want to take that into account. Um, which brings me to my next point. You want to customize your training program, your culture of cybersecurity based on job roles. Um, you, you, um, you want to focus on what's important to an accounting person. If you're in accounting, uh, you want to know what you're most susceptible to, like the business email compromise attacks, the vishing, the phone uh, calls that get you to cut checks to companies that don't exist. Uh, these types of attacks what kind of procedures and processes you need in your business to get ahead of those and avoid those types of attacks as much as possible. Uh, and if you're in IT, you obviously need a very different mindset uh, of cybersecurity training and culture. And if you're on the frontline sales, maybe you need a very different mindset. If you're answering the phones, maybe social engineering should be a major topic of training for you to avoid becoming a victim of social engineering attack. So these are just good examples of how you can use AI again and how you can use automation and systems to provide job role-based training to those based on what they do every day. So we've got a culture starting at the top with actions, not just words, because if, if you use just words, you, your, your team's gonna see that. Your employees are gonna see that you don't really care about cybersecurity. If you don't invest time and money and energy and your own, your own leadership team into deployment of the culture, then it's not going to get off the ground. You should have fun, trainings, fun micro learning, short bit educational videos, uh, videos, not PowerPoints, not emails, not um, speeches, not intercom blasts, whatever, whatever you want to use, but definitely you want to do educational short videos that are entertaining, that people want to watch. You want to offer goalposts, certifications to those that want them. You need to use artificial intelligence to build around your program. Uh, another, uh, another tip here is if possible, integrate this with your email security systems. One really clever way to do this is to take an advantage of, so again, we're putting confidence from the business and trust from the business to the employees, but also giving your employees even more confidence and, and helping engage them even more by taking this, this skill that they've learned to become a human firewall and actively using their newfound skill and ability 
which of course is measured, to help fight cyber attacks. So uh, for example, if you've got Jane over in accounting, she's she's a superstar and she's got top marks and all kinds of certifications. She's, she participates every single week in the training. She's a, she's a go-getter for your organization and she helps raise awareness for cybersecurity. If a phishing email comes in, why wouldn't you as a security person or as a business want to take advantage of her immense ability in this area and let her market as phishing and take that at her word and immediately rip that out of everyone's mailbox pending security review? Or if she marks it as spam, the same. Like you, you want to take her at her word and wait the the abilities of these of this of the employees and the team members and their skills that they've learned to actually impact email security so again this is another example of how you can put the human firewall into action that could save massive amount of time money just by integrating a little bit of that skill that skill learned into your email security um, uh, so kind of to leave you with the final thought here, uh, it makes cybersecurity everyone's job. So it, this cybersecurity is a company-wide mission. Um, everyone from the reception working from home, which is very susceptible to social engineering and other types of attacks, uh, I mean, ransomware attacks, phishing email attacks, because they're sort of isolated, they're at, they're at home, right? To the accounting personnel, to your leadership team, to your management, uh, everyone in your business is an important part of a cybersecurity culture. They play a role to help keep your business safe from cyber attacks, to help identify, in the case of our accounting person earlier, to help identify threats and report threats. Again, that's part of the engagement. To identify and report threats to avoid the super negative outcomes, the actual breaches. So if you're interested in learning a little bit more, I've got a couple of stories about how to build cybersecurity culture. I'm going to post those in my blog article. As always, comment, follow, let me know if you uh, like to learn anything new about this topic or have any specific ideas or specific interest, and uh, we'll, get, we'll get it out there. Thanks, and have a good day. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode, new shows twice a week. Follow our podcast, tell your friends, like, share, all the things if you found this helpful. Let's get the word out to the masses so small businesses can better defend themselves from cyber threats. For more information and for personalized consultation, <laughs> head over to our website at insula.tech. That's I-N-S-U-L-A dot tech. And look for the contact us link or check the show notes for a direct link.